Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Man, I am stuffed, Ashley. Let's cut the crap. We're recording this on Wednesday, not Thursday (laughs) or Friday. (laughs) It's true. I can't wait to be stuffed. But you guys are hearing this on a Friday. So happy Friday. Happy hour. Welcome back to Just Go With It. I hope that everyone had just the most glorious Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving Eve. I hope you enjoyed your impromptu high school reunions. I think some fans. I've been talking to some fans. And I think Friday is also popular. So not necessarily just Wednesday night. That's true. One of our close friends has a tradition called Blackout Friday instead of Black Friday. And that's what her friends do. So however you celebrate Black Friday, we support it. We stand with you. (laughs) Um, As long as you're doing exactly what you want to be doing. That's what life's about. I wish that we were recording this on Friday because then there could be some tall tales about Thanksgiving with the family. Or I could have curated some from some close friends and stuff because... It's not Thanksgiving unless there's some piece of drama with your own family or one of your friends texts you about their own drama and you get to live vicariously through it. All a family Exactly. Yeah. You know that sound on TikTok that's like, cell phones on silent, the show's about (laughs) to begin. That's literally everyone when like all the different personalities and political views and everyone gets around the table and it just like starts going off. Also, it's fun to, with your mother, either judge or praise the different charcuterie boards and table settings and the way every people's everyone else's uh setup looks for is it like a chili cook-off but everyone brings their charcuterie board like a virtual chili cook-off you look through everyone's stories and tiktok and you get to rate everyone yeah rate like and subscribe i do like to see how other people celebrate the holiday that's very fun yeah fun little tidbit i have broken my own personal prerogative this year in particular which means that on sunday i think i put on three christmas songs in the car just three no wow. more no less that's called growth everyone that's growth <laughs> and the tree is up in my room is it decorated absolutely not but it's up and um i'm a little willing to bend the rules a little more this year usually i was strictly day after thanksgiving not a minute sooner but time flies the older you get and if i'm lucky what if i only have you know, less than 60 Christmases seasons left. Oh my gosh. That is so morbid. <laughs> the I, like to is have, on. I like to have the perspective of why would you limit your joy? And if Christmas music brings you joy, listen to it in July. Okay. Like nobody yes, cares. But I also, I love fall. Fall is by far my favorite season. So I like to extend the fall vibes as far as humanly possible. And like there's yeah. a time and a place for Christmas in my mind. I mean, no one says that the day after Thanksgiving, you can only listen to Christmas music. You can mix it up still. There is such and thing my- as free will god gave it to us <laughs> and today my mom's like should we put on the family stone and i said i don't know if i can commit to that quite yet <laughs> give me 48 hours give me 48 hours and i won't turn it off but um it's on year, hbo max right i think so last year okay. i watched it like seven times at least obsessively i couldn't stop <laughs> are you a person that watches the macy's thanksgiving day parade i'll have it on tv but i won't like sit down and diligently watch I am always the person that forces it to be on the TV. 
my dad's always trying to like watch football or whatever. I don't even know if they have football that early, but I think they do. And I'm like, no, we need to change the channel to the parade. And he's there. My parents are like, you're not 11 anymore. I'm like, so <laughs> and- Addie's on one end of the spectrum. My favorite part of Thanksgiving is now that I'm a grown up is making sure that there's a festive cocktail for all to have to have and to hold. Is to it going to have a cinnamon hold. stick in it? No, I think we're going with a red motif instead of a cinnamon <laughs> motif this year. <laughs> that's so exciting i can't wait to one day be near you and your family so that you're forced to invite me to your thanksgiving because i just want to experience it abby's gonna have her own husband and all of her own kids and she's gonna be like don't worry guys we're going to ashley's house and you're gonna show up with like six six bodies (laughs) (laughs) for six more scoot over (laughs) not just you flying solo but six patrons It's like National Lampoon's family vacation and I'm Cousin Eddie with the giant <laughs> RV that pulls up. You're such Cousin Eddie vibes and I mean oh, in the most endearing way possible. Your kids are going to be in college and they're going to be by flights to my place instead of your own. That would be an honor and a privilege to get to share Thanksgiving with you one day. I'm, I'm trying to enact also, I know many fans do this already, but is having a special like th- breakfast on Thanksgiving morning. Ooh, that's Maybe fun. Cinnamon rolls, perhaps. Something, something like that. That seems like something my family does, but just impromptu, not really like planned out. Yeah. A nonsensical tradition. <laughs> I'm supposed to be at Trader Joe's right now, actually, buying a bunch of flowers and things like that before they all get swooped and henpecked and taken by the masses. I got some stuff at Dollar General. <laughs> The autumnal vibes are in the air and rather whether you do Blackout Friday or you do Black Friday shopping, whether you had a big or a small Thanksgiving, we hope everyone had a nice, safe and yummy time. I will hopefully be full and stuffed to buy my Cracker Barrel meal. Stay tuned. I'm so excited. Um, but in case you missed it, we have a very special thing that we do here on the podcast where every few months or so we come out with a playlist that is very curated to the season we're in or something that's really relevant to us. So we both love the book Daisy Jones and the Six and it's very fall vibes. I'm not even sure why um, because I'm pretty sure the book takes place over the course of many years, but it's still, it just seems like something that you enjoy in the fall. Many falls were included. It just something about it. I don't know if you would agree. It gives me fall vibes. It just does. Totally. Before we get into this, I would like to bring up an idea I saw on TikTok and it kind of relates to the season and it relates to maybe seeing someone from high school if you're going to see them this week. But Eli Rello on TikTok, she's a girl who makes all the rules and lists. She brought up the premise of having an F me sweater. Are you, did you I see that? saw this one. And it's yeah. having wearing a sweater either to like a casual bar on a date that just you look so good in and you're wearing a sweater because you're so confident. But a sweater mm-hmm. also is so flattering on you, on your 20-something It's so flattering figure. and you look expensive. You look expensive. You look and dignified. Cuddly. But also, depending on the cut of the sweater, it could be a little fun. It could be a low-cut mm-hmm. sweater. I was texting like one of our friends. a little bit scandalous, but yeah. still put together. I was texting one of our friends about it and she was like, oh my gosh, I saw that too. I think it's genius. What am I going to do? Show a man my... <laughs> my breasts on the first date (laughs) (laughs) leave a little to the imagination (laughs) yeah turtleneck season but sweaters can be so flattering and I think I learned that last year in fall I wore this black turtleneck and I was like this is the most flattering thing in the world Mm -hmm. so I'm now on the search for another excellent sweater I think I found an Abercrombie the other day but they didn't have it in the color I wanted can we talk about when men can pull off sweaters? That's a whole new ball heck yeah and she included in her TikTok also a few men a man with a sweater 
so such a supreme premium look. You can't go wrong. And if he can pull off a turtleneck, like a loose one, I know. but look good in it, not like a and schmuck. It's hard. It's hard to pull off a turtleneck. That if one's you're a little man. based on your looks. Sorry. And last weekend, Gabby was here. And if you missed her episode, it was our last episode. But she was talking about how her type of man is a metro sexual type of man. And I had to explain to Miller what that means. I don't think mine is, but more power to her. It basically means like a city man, like a man who cares about his appearance, his haircuts, the clothing he wears. Yeah, that kind of thing. Not like a big, manly, stereotypical, masculine guy. He's more in touch with his feminine side and also his emotions and things like that. And I was like, oh, interesting. My type is the exact opposite of that, but cool. (laughs) Um, But she was like, yeah, I just love men who can pull off sweaters. And I'm like, wow, I don't think I've ever dated a man who would ever wear a sweater ever. But that sounds like a nice idea. Okay, back, back on track. Back to the game plan. Back to the drawing board. We are talking about Daisy Jones. And if you didn't see already on Instagram in our bio, we have the link for our Spotify playlist. And we made one that gives total Daisy Jones almost famous Fleetwood Mac vibes. I've been listening to it myself. Yes, it's so good. There's old songs and new songs that sound like they're old. All of them are just drugs, sex, and rock and roll. <laughs> if that's that your kind be, of thing. I'm not sure how you would dress up as this necessarily, but if three people went <laughs> as drug, sex, and rock and roll for Halloween, that's a killer costume. <laughs> okay, please write that down somewhere. I want to try to recreate that. That's drug, iconic. Sex and rock, and roll. rock and roll is pretty obvious. Sex may be a little more obvious. I'm not sure how you would do drug, but like if so, you could do those three things. Brilliant. <laughs> that is, someone could just dress in all white and be cocaine, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so do you want to <laughs> chat for like two seconds about the book? Yeah, so basically, for those who don't know, I don't want to give too much away because I want to just give a little teaser, but it's a book that's written in a really unique way. It's as if an author is interviewing all the members of this band that rose to fame, to a massive amount of fame in the 70s and 80s, and they're interviewing... Fleetwood Mac vibes for sure. And they're interviewing the band members years and years later now that they're all grown up and they're looking back on this time that they had together. So everyone's accounts of the things that happened are slightly different because everyone experiences the same and events say, a little bit differently. Are they seen in like the interviews that it's like acknowledged that they had a falling out, right? I don't think it is acknowledged at all. Cause I oh, remember okay. being like surprised by, cause you don't, you don't actually get to know what happens with them, but then by the end there's a couple twists and it's just so great. The characters are so great. And because I really applaud this author, it was by Taylor Jenkins Reid again, our My queen. Yeah. She is able to write in so many different voices and it feels like these characters are real life people. Like it's a real historical book about a band that was, that actually happened, but it definitely is all fictional. And the end brought such a smile to my face. It's just a well-rounded book. It's a quick read. You get and sucked out in. A TV show. So and read the book coming out. I'm sorry. I thought it was a movie. It was a TV show. I think it's a limited show, like eight or ten episodes. Interesting. Okay, I'm here for that. Yeah, for you. <laughs> um, that's actually good because there's so much that happens in the book that it'd be hard yeah. to make a movie. I think without. With I think that justice. they should do each episode on a different person's perspective that's getting interviewed. Ooh, pitch that to the boardroom, Ashley. I'm filled with ideas. (laughs) How do we get in there? Um, So anyways, our favorite thing to do, Ashley and I, is to create cast lists for the books that we read, especially if there's not already a movie or a TV show being made out of it, so that if we were in control of the movie, who we would cast. And so I think we should go through some of the big main characters and just share with each other. We have not done this, so we're going to do it live on air. Let's do it. Live with Ryan Seacrest, Ryan's Roses. Okay, I'm going to send you who I would cast for... 
Billy. That's his name, right? Yep, Billy. Lead singer Billy. I pictured the lead guy from Almost Famous, but I had I was already I familiar. Know, with I pictured him too, but I thought that'd be a cop out. It's not a cop out. They're literally such comparable things. Totally. Okay. Well, I pick him too, but this is the second <laughs> one because this is. I did it as if the movie was going to be made tomorrow. I know. So I did I'm not. I'm stretching the imagination. I. It doesn't have, have any consequence on me. Their ages. Okay, so you tell the fans, if you guys have seen Almost Famous, it's the main singer, um, what's his name, Russell? Russell, yeah. But I don't know his name in real life. I think he's a one-hit wonder. Okay, and my choice was our king, our absolute king, Mr. Harry Styles with a long, shaggy haircut. And I think that he very much could embody the 70s vibe. And he has such star quality, and the main singer of this band is such a main character, and so is Harry. So I think he'd be good. Okay, on to Daisy. The person that I chose, I'm going to say it big. now. The person that I chose, it was based on looks and not energy, in my opinion. Okay, mine is based on both looks and energy, so I'm already going to guess that mine's better than yours. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Okay. okay. So I Ashley has chosen... Dakota Johnson and I chose Cara Delevingne. I choose Dakota based on looks and her face. Yes, she. The only thing I will say is that I feel like Dakota Johnson is undeniably beautiful and has the same frame and like could do the hair up really 70s. But I think she's a little bit too girl next door. And Cara Delevingne is extremely edgy and unique. I and they're see that. always talking about how Daisy like takes up all the energy in the room like you just okay, I also haven't read it in two can. years I'm I'm fine by the okay. side of my pants but okay you're doing good so far I was telling a friend about this and she was like Daisy has reddish hair and I was like well that's not what I pictured you can dye well you can dye the hair too <laughs> yeah okay next we God are forbid, doing actors do it every day <laughs> next we're doing Graham the brother oh my god <laughs> Ashley has chosen Dylan O'Brien. But in the shaggy. photo, which will be on Instagram, shaggy facial hair. Could be brothers mine, with Russell. Mine is a young Russell Crowe, probably late I, I was like, who is that? It's Russell Crowe. Graham is it described as like kind of a wood, woodly man. Is that a word? Like burly hair Burn. on his chest. Large. <laughs> he can grow a, free, a few hairs. Okay, let's do Karen now, the pianist this is of the, the girl band. That he was dating, right? Yes, the one. Yeah. I'm not going to give too much away. This one's a little out of pocket. <laughs> who the hell is that? <laughs> I'll tell you exactly who it is. She plays the mother in Firefly Lane. The, like, hippie mom. Oh, interesting. Okay. Blonde. Yeah. Why do I you never picture anyone blonde ever? <laughs> you could say yours Did now. you see who mine is? Yeah, you could say it. Mine is Lord, with her wild, crazy hair and her rock and roll attitude. <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll attitude okay she totally has it next we're doing billy's wife and this one billy's is wife, camilla painfully picture specific it's another not to be confused with whitey's camilla from one tree hill <laughs> <laughs> this one's picture specific and it's another blonde okay well she's supposed to be latina so i don't know why she'd be blonde. yes i didn't remember that Oh, Leighton Meester? But like with uh, dirty blonde hair, yeah. Okay, I mean, Camilla could someone, very well dye her hair. Someone with a kind face, though, that's not overly overshadows the rest of them. Okay, so to contrast Cara Delevingne, I cast Gal Gadot as the lead wife. 
Am I dumb? Who is this? She's Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I am dumb. Yeah, she was like one of the biggest actresses since 2019. She She seems kind of like she might be passive aggressive. Well, Camilla is a very strong yeah. woman, and I feel like Leighton Meester <laughs> would just get smooshed by everything that is Billy Dunn, but all right. Not, well, that's the point. I feel like Camilla does get smooshed by Billy Dunn. Billy Dunn's no, like sex she, and rock and roll. No, she does not get smushed. She's okay, maybe I'm just making up my own thing in my head. <laughs> okay, I'm going to send you two I'm bonus my characters. Two bonus characters I'm going to send you are other bandmates. Possibly Eddie or Warren or just, you know, the less important ones that are still in a lot of the scenes and do provide their input, but they're not like the main people. So the first one is Mr. Austin Butler with long hair. Ooh. And then the next one is the older brother from season two of Stranger Things, Dakri, Cade, Montgomery, Harvey, however you say his name. He's Australian. Um, But totally him in Stranger Things with the long hair vibe. You pulled that off very well. Isn't good that good? Move. Yeah. Stuff. Good what stuff. Do you I love doing this. I rate it a 4.5. 4.95 for me. It was one of the best books I've read all year. You got to read Evelyn Hugo. Five. Yeah, My nice. fives are like, I will read it again next month. So 4.5 is pretty high. It's hard to get a five. What is going to get a five? Did Where the Crawdads Sing no, get a five? Five will be, five is like, I will read you again next month. When, or one day in December gets a five from me. Every time. Okay, yeah. Firefly Lane, Every five. Time. Easy five for Firefly Lane. You like the best friend plot. I do. I'm trying to think of dramatic stuff. That's a five. When another book by the Firefly Lane author, The Great Alone, five, instant five. That was family drama. I've never read it. <laughs> you should. You've never recommended it to yes, me, I actually. I have tell everybody about this book. Oh, well, guess I haven't <laughs> listened well. Okay, let's move on to our next Very portion. characteristic of, of me. Very characteristic of you. So before we move on to our next portion of the evening, Black Friday, not Black Out Friday, Black Friday, the shopping one, is uh, coming in hot. Do you have any place in mind? Ashley, I'm so glad that you asked. I actually have the best place in mind to shop Black Friday sales, which is supporting local, supporting women, and it's Shopping Shanty Boutique. We are going to do a giveaway in the next couple weeks also. I won't tell you too much about it, but keep your ears out because we'll be posting it on our social media and it'll be a social media type enter to win kind of situation with them. But Shanty Boutique is located in Newport, Washington, which is my hometown. Not my other hometown we talked about, but my good hometown. And <laughs> I forgot to put a picture is, of Papa's Tavern on the Instagram story. Oh, Papa's Tavern, fans <laughs> waiting. Shanty Boutique is so cute and trendy. They have so many new Christmassy, holiday, sparkly, fun fringe jackets, one shoulder type things like sparkly skirts and dresses. I'm looking on their website right now. And they have such good holiday attire if you're going to like a nice holiday event or if you want a New Year's Eve outfit, which I already bought mine because I'm a freak and I like to plan ahead. Um, But just such fun things, fun, girly. We've got satin. We have greens, um, golds. We have leather pants. They have everything that's trending right now. So whether you're celebrating Blackout Friday or Black Friday, you need to shop Shanty Boutique. So run, don't walk, head to shantyboutique.com, shop on their app or to their Instagram at Shanty Boutique and find yourself something fun and sparkly to treat yourself or a family member this holiday season. 
Okay, so since the holidays are here, you're back home. You're hanging out with some high school friends. You are going to see your family, whether you want to or not. And things can get a little boring. <laughs> whether you so, want to or not. <laughs> so that game that everyone sees on TikTok with the red box, we're not really strangers. Abby and I couldn't be further from strangers, but we're going to play it anyway. And you're going to get to know us and we're going to get to know each other's hearts once again. Yay. I love learning new, things about, learning new things about you every day. Like a stale marriage. I love Such to get I love to fall in love with you all over again. <laughs> um, okay. And also some of these, I'll point out which ones could be great first date questions. Totally. Because I was thinking them earlier. Okay. Do you think I intimidate others? Yes, I think you do. Your height, your light eyes, dark hair. When you go out, you are even taller because you usually wear high shoes. Plus your makeup, you are intimidating. I have been told time and time again how <laughs> effing intimidating I am. And it's really upsetting because I love talking to new people and new strangers, but apparently I'm unapproachable. I do not think that you are necessarily intimidating right off the bat, but I think you can come off very cold if you're not interested in being friends with someone or you don't think that this relationship is going to go anywhere past like the night that you meet them. Katie told me that she was intimidated by me, but not in that fashion because the first time I think that she really interacted with me, I think she came to our house for a party or something. And she was like, we were just running around, like talking to people and like getting drinks for everyone yeah. and like hosting people. And she's like, so after that, I was intimidated by you. And I was like, Katie, I'm so much shorter than you. I couldn't be less intimidating to you. <laughs> I'm so, I have a, I'm, I'm not intimidating to you, Katie. Stop. Okay. What do your shoes tell you about me? Yours tell me that you're fun. Fun and flirty, and I like to take chances, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you should write that on the back of cowboy boots. <laughs> Fun, flirty, taking chances. <laughs> um, you always tell me that you're very put together and ambitious, and that also sometimes you might be a little insecure about your height because you're usually wearing high shoes. Yeah, bars, crowd, places where I'm meeting new people. Like, so social events are where I wear high shoes. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it. Do you think I was popular in school? I think that you had a lot of highs and a lot of lows, but I already knew <laughs> I already like knew that. <laughs> I would think you were pop if I didn't know anything about you, I would I would actually maybe think what I just said was the truth. Wow. Polarizing. Yeah, I think yeah. that <laughs> I in terms of popularity, like typical the kind you see in a movie, I think I was popular in the terms in the way that like I was with the popular crowd, quote unquote, like everybody knew who I was. But within that group of people at the top, I don't think I was like at the top of the alliance. I think I was at the bottom. And if you're a Survivor fan, you'll know exactly what I mean. What does my Instagram tell you about me? Mine or yours tells me that you are in love with yourself in the best, in a good way. It's not a bad <laughs> thing, but it tells me that you are in love with yourself and mm -hmm. the aesthetic of, of yourself. I would agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no shame there. No, I'm going to say something candid. I think I've told you this to your face before. If I didn't know you and I just looked at your Instagram, I'm not sure if I would think that we were going to click. That's okay. I would think I would say the same about me. Yeah. Oh, you're kidding. You don't think you would click with me based off my Instagram? No, I it's don't think so. It's all fun and good times. It's all fun and games. No, your Instagram tells me that you love being around groups of people and drinking in those groups because you're usually holding a drink in your Instagrams and surrounded by like group photos situations. And also that you love Malibu with all your heart, which is good. And my dog. And your dog. Scout. Scout yeah. or pot pie. <laughs> I bought her this uh, shirt with like a, it was like fleece on the inside, um, kind of like a night shirt maybe because she gets real cold. So cozy. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> so sweet. Your, your first impression of me, I wasn't sure that I liked you. You were kind of, I knew that you were trying to make my best friend live with you instead of me. 
for like junior year? Yeah, our first interaction was over a FaceTime and we weren't FaceTiming each other, obviously, because we didn't know each other. It was through our mutual friend who was FaceTiming you while we were studying abroad. Yes. Our first and memorable I knew, interaction anyway. I knew your ulterior motives and I didn't like them. My th- my first thought was, wow, this girl talks so fast and that you're also really funny. Like everything's like a comedy skit. I can't imagine what I I can't imagine what I said to you. I don't, I don't know. It was the same thing that we do. It's just the banter, like the joking around. Um, do I remind you of anyone? That, that one's dumb. I'm sorry I said it. Yeah, we remind – other people remind each other of each other. Like we are the what blueprint. Com- <laughs> what compliment do you think I hear the most? I think that you hear that you're confident or stuff relating to how you look. I think in the back, I could be dressed also like your clothes yeah. or something I think that you actually today at the gym I got compliments on my eyebrows which I think is so funny every time and you have your eyes are really a big pro oh thank you in your life yeah I think that you hear that you make you really know how to love people very well and you make people and events feel very special and that you're an excellent host and you bring people together you're like a connector and you, one time you called me a, one time you called me a kin keeper <laughs> Kinkeeper, exactly. That's you. You should put that on your Instagram bio. Ashley Chavez, Kinkeeper. Imagine I have to instead of like a matchmaker, instead of a matchmaker, a Kinkeeper. And (laughs) (laughs) what you do is you like plan events and make sure everyone's staying connected. It's kind of like a matriarch for for that. It's the proverbial matriarch for the family. Like each friendship friend group is a family, and obviously there's not a matriarch because there's no mothers. But like true, the Kinkeeper, the Kinkeeper is a matriarch. Do you think I'm usually early on time or late to events? I know that you're usually early, which does not fall in line with your character. And you're usually late, which doesn't fall in line with your character. It's like we switched Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday season. Dibs on Jamie Lee. I think that this is relevant to what we're saying, but I was watching a TikTok. Me being late is like, oh, it's my own timeline. I can do like whatever I want. Uh, (laughs) But... Oh, I was watching TikTok and I was like telling my mom the TikTok was saying, if a group of people are hanging out without you or something then like they can't be having fun like you're not there yeah like there's no way they're having a good time there's no way they're laughing a lot if you're not there like Which, you make the fun Some might call that a big ego but i think it's confidence yeah. i think it's a healthy mindset i was gonna say on one hand it could be very egotistical and maybe borderline narcissistic but on the other hand that could be a very good way to like be very sure of yourself and to not let yourself get anxious or overthink things so yeah no i don't yeah. fully believe that with every ounce of my being it's like yeah. faking it till you make it yeah no i think it's actually good as long as you like check yourself Go to karaoke song, anything that brings the people together. So 90s till now. No, like 95 <laughs> to like 2010. Usually just some hit country song for both of us. Country or like something that you would play at a barbecue for the 4th of July. Mr. Brightside adjacent because Mr. Brightside is like the obvious choice, you know? I wish that you could sing and you could do like Born to Run or something. Bruce I bet I could belt it if I could. If I, if I was a little drunk, <laughs> like, you don't know. You don't know what I'm capable of, Ashley. Creative or analytical, we're both creative, not even going to ask you. As a child, what do you think I wanted to be? I think you wanted to be famous. That's all you ever wanted to be. I want to be famous. <laughs> if you died, I could say at your uh, thing, your memorial service, all she ever wanted to be was famous. I think, I'm just going out on a limb here, you wanted to be a vet, actually. Am I correct? No, we talked about this earlier, but you had no idea. <laughs> no, I and didn't. I, if I was, like I said, scientifically minded, analytical, I would have totally been a vet, but I'm more creative. I would have guessed more like Andy Anderson, head of the magazine in New York, probably for both of us. 
kind of dream I don't think job. I wanted to be that until I was like maybe in high school, but if we're talking little, little, yeah. it was the other one. What does my phone wallpaper tell you about me? Well, I think it's silly that you changed yours from the picture of us. <laughs> I think it's downright rude that it's not my face anymore. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. I just really like the picture of me and my boyfriend and it's all new and exciting still. So of course he's going to be in my and background. She, and But something that never goes out of style is me and you, kid. Me and you, kid, till the end. To the moon. Doge to the moon. It sounds like something Lorelai tells Rory or something. Totally. But you should change her Abby's. It's the same one for both screens. That's dumb. Make that one. That is dumb. Make one the one state. One the one true thing you've ever known. You, our friendship. No, yours is very clearly us, and it's always us in Alabama on that boat. Every on a boat. <laughs> cyclical. Every year, it's the new boat picture, the new Alabama picture. So yeah, nothing's going to change there. And it's almost like God, like really loves. Uh, it's not to get too narcissistic, but sometimes you go to do a group picture of, of people, like a bunch of faces, and mm-hmm. it doesn't fit. Someone gets cut out. Without fail, every Alabama picture fits like a charm it's on like your It's like we're every piece of a puzzle. Do you think I fall in love easily? Why or why not? I think that you fall in love with any living, breathing person that walks your way. Including women. Just platonic love. I love everyone. Yeah. 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 I think that you're slow to warm up. Like it takes a lot to break through the walls, but once you're in, you're in. Like you are the end all be all. Yeah. Yes, that is yeah. true. It takes a lot for me to stop loving someone. Um, do I look kind? No, you look intimidating. Until you open your mouth. No, once you open your mouth, even with people that I know you're not fond of, because I've seen this, you are overly nice when you speak to them. Yeah. I think people have told me time and time again after they get to know me that they thought I was so mean before they actually got yes, to know me. I thought is, you were mean. That's kind of sad that I just come off mean. Do I have RBF? No, it's the intimidation factor more okay. so. I think that you look really friendly and approachable in many settings. I would yeah. say that you look you seem nice. I also one of my favorite things about myself is my smile. Usually in social settings I'm smiling or laughing. And you have a great smile. For my tooth. <laughs> Even level two. <laughs> um, okay, level two. I could do this. Shuffle those cards, called, Ash. Don't be the shy. Foley, the, the Foley artist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shy. Get that ASMR or whatever. <laughs> level two. Connection. If you have, when was the moment you realized you weren't invincible? I noticed... The last few years, I've stopped liking doing risky business, like, you know, jumping off of stuff into bodies of water. That's like the main thing that comes to my mind. I think maybe when I was 16, when I got into my first minor car accident, I realized there were consequences to my actions and that I actually could get hurt doing something instead of just being crazy. But my car accident at 16 wasn't my fault, though. So I don't think I've had that come come to Jesus moment. Yeah, I've always been very cautious of anything that will bring me bodily harm, as you know. You are. I am. You are terrified on the jet ski. Well, I also like even walking downstairs. If it's dark, I will go so <laughs> slow. Like you, I have to turn on my phone flashlight. I'm like, I'm not going to risk breaking an ankle right now. Like, there's no point. <laughs> this past year, when we were on the jet skis, I was nervous in the beginning because I think I'm getting older, and then like 20. Minutes and you're like, oh, she's gaining confidence. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you are holding on to me for dear life, clutching me with your tiny little paws. I actually have big paws. I can palm a basketball. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> big paws. <laughs> you can take the picture of the football where you hold it straight out. Brother bear, big bear, little bear. Yeah. I said, um, Abby and I were discussing this earlier, and I said when COVID happened, and I realized things aren't going to go like 
more or less according to plan maybe but like that's not invincible that's just things that's just growing up that's just a perspective thing like oh wow life is not going to just always these are out of your control as we thought it would yeah and that things are wildly out of your control and that's a privileged thing to say but that was like the first time i realized that check your privilege at the door (laughs) (laughs) when you're asked how are you do you answer truthfully depends on who's asking i agree has a stranger ever changed your life the first person that comes to mind, there are more of even like right now, but the very, very first and because it's the most recent is Trish, the Uber driver, because she was like, you guys go on, live happy, healthy, fun, memorable lives like with each other and like basically make the most of it with what the vibe I got from her. And also she talked about candid stuff about her marriage. And yeah. I actually, I think about it often. She's someone who's so open. We should text her. We should. She's so open and willing to accept whatever life brings her. And that's really beautiful. And life brought her us that day. Yeah. And life brought her to us. I have one more and I don't know if she changed my life, but she changed some ways I think about stuff. This is going to be mildly long winded, but I'll I'll keep it brief. I was volunteering years ago (laughs) with like homeless people in uh, the city. And this woman, she was like in charge of the whole thing. She was a mom. She was like 50. And the way she spoke to these people, people that were on drugs and stuff and people that were homeless, was she just was so much grace and like care and compassion and empathy. And she was just a very like graceful woman. And I haven't forgotten her in the way that she speaks to people. That is beautiful, Ash. I don't remember her name. I can tell you more about it later when we have more time but and go into details. But like I think about her and the way she treated them all the time. That is such a good practice to be thinking about because I haven't thought of like these are kind of journaling prompts. Like have you – has a stranger ever changed your life kind of thing? (laughs) It's not like something you think about every day. But when you actually think about it, I can come up with a few examples totally of people that just were in my life for a very, very short period of time. But we had a meaningful conversation. Conversation and yeah. that's really cool to think about. Do you have anyone? Um, uh, mine was also one. an Uber driver that immediately came to mind when I was junior year of college and he took me to the airport. So we were in the car for like an hour by ourselves. And it was just such an interesting duo because it was like 20 year old me and then a 65 year old ish Arabic, Arabic man, Arabian man. And we just hit it off. We talked about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, his marriage, all of these things. And it just was so refreshing to connect with an individual like that. The next one, I have two already in my mind because I'm the one reading them so I can see them. <laughs> but is there a feeling that you miss? Oh, I have general? two. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'd this like to hear start. yours. One of them is being six, seven, eight years old and like coming home from school and having a snack and like watching TV for a little while. Oh. And maybe it's like May or June. So you like play outside with like the neighbors and then you like come in and it stays lightly outside. I miss that. I miss the feeling of when my dad used to get home and I would run out into the gravel driveway oh, yeah. and make him stop the car and get out and hug me before he could like park it. Yeah. I remember when you were a kid and like, well, there's only one of you, but like everyone jumps onto <laughs> your dad when he gets home. Just me. Just room for me. More room to climb. <laughs> all by myself. <laughs> more room to climb. Another one that I miss. I saw some girls talking about this on TikTok and all the people commented like, count your blessings. Oh. It was these two girls and they were like, like it's a Friday, you just got done with your classes in college and you are like hanging out with your best friend, you're going to go pick up food and then you're going to pick up some alcohol and everyone's going to come to your house later and get ready to go out together. And I would sell yeah. my soul for that feeling. When we're all b- listening to Taylor Swift bangers and consecutively putting on makeup and drinking alcohol before the night drinking. begins. Uh, there's nothing like it. I can't nothing wait for a group like trip. It. 
What is something you wouldn't want to change about yourself? Oh, I understand. This this deck is about ourselves. Another one was guessing each other. Oh, we just clicked. Um, I think there's so many things that I would not change about myself that I have grown. Just one. To I know that we're appreciate. overly confident, but just pick one. <laughs> okay, I'll pick one. My ability to talk to anyone and everyone, whether I know them or not, what, whether whatever gender they are, whatever age they are, just my ability to connect with people and have the confidence to do so. And I admire that about you, especially you. when we go on vacation. I notice it. Oh. Um, I enjoy my sweet disposition, my in <laughs> <laughs> your wide-eyed gaze, <laughs> and my wide-eyed gaze. <laughs> no, I enjoy my ability and desire to like want to make things special and over the top. Mm-hmm. And one of my high school friends reminded me. She's like, "You always used to say this," and I was like, "Oh, well, it still stands true." It's that anything in life worth doing is worth overdoing. Like, if you're going to do it, why half-ass it? If That's you're going to, like... so good. Did you come up with that? I must have heard it somewhere. I doubt yeah. I came up with it in my no own No organic brain, but she thoughts here. She, like, wrote it in my birthday card or something. And I was like, I forgot about that. Yeah, no organic thoughts. But if you're going to do something, like, you might as well make it really pleasant and over the top. True. That's good. Good stuff. And not everyone has that skill, might I add, because even if I have the intention of doing that, it takes a special kind of personality and skill trait to be able to actually follow through. Describe your perfect day. Oof. I might start crying. Probably in (laughs) late April. I just need to wear a light jacket so that it's not too cold and it's not too hot. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. It's from Mean Girls. No, it's from from Miss Congeniality. Not from oh. Mean Girls. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was from Mean Girls. Straight to jail. Straight um, to jail. <laughs> my per... Well, any scenario. Like, you could snap your fingers Perfect tomorrow and, like, have it... day. <laughs> every aspect of it. You could snap your fingers tomorrow. There's no time constraints. There's no location. There's no money. What's your Well, day? I would like to be surrounded by all of the people that I love the most. So that's, like, you guys, my family, and my boyfriend. Okay, but what? Well, we could be doing anything. I hope that it'd be sunny on my perfect day. Sunny and warm. <laughs> We're such simple creatures. Mine is simple, too. I, I just want to be around you guys, and I want the sun to be out. That's it. I, I wish that we could be in Malibu, and I could wake up, and we could have a breakfast. We could all have breakfast together. And then I wish we could in spend some time on the beach. Wayne. Well, or get burritos I, and I, eat them on the beach. Yeah, we could all have breakfast together. Me, John Mayer's on. And okay. then we can lay on the beach, maybe go swimming because it's the right temperature where it's hot enough outside and the ocean isn't too cold. And we could lay around for hours. And, and so same thing, people that you love in the sunshine. Yeah. And then that there would be a great, excellent dinner at a nice restaurant with a bunch of cocktails and good conversation and laughing. Everyone's screwing around. And then we would all go out after. Yeah. So a day that I've lived 500 times, but I would love to live oh, it again. Right. So pretty much any weekend day of college. I, or any time that we're together, we still yeah. live that day, minus the ocean, maybe. Sometimes totally. it's lake instead. <laughs> so anytime we're Sounds together. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you crave more of? Interesting. I always want more like good times. And oh, laughter. I thought there was going to be two options. Like, what do you crave more no. of? This or this? I was waiting for the like, options. These are cake. What do you crave more of? <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> um, laughing really hard. I also like intellectual conversations. I crave more of relationships that are deeper than the surface. And I think I'm saying that because. I live in a new city where I don't know anyone 
deeply and intimately and I don't have any like family or close friends. And so that's what I've been craving a lot lately. Maybe you'll fall in love with a Cracker Barrel waitress tomorrow. I will say, all jokes aside, I will say that I was never worried about my ability to make friends in a new city. I knew that that would be very easy for me and something that I would accomplish right away. But I did not realize or think about the effect that it would have on me of moving to a new city and not having at least like one person that like knows me in and out and that I know them to like back me up and have talks with and do things with. And I just think that's really been a surprise for me. Do you think it's hard having what we've had to loved and lost? Is it better to then love never loved at all? Yeah. I think think it's better to have never loved at all sometimes. Think about there's a lot of people who wish that they had like a solid friend group coming out of college that they would fly to see each other, you know, and not everybody has that. So I'm very, very grateful and glad that I have that. But it also does make it hard because now all the other friendships don't live up to that, you know? I'm almost, it's almost better to have never loved at all. <laughs> no, but it's not though. Because I know, I know. I would rather have it's it a, it's cat 22, I know. What's been the best compliment a, stran- oh, a stranger has ever given you? I don't know about stranger. You could just say like a memorable compliment that someone's given you. Mm. It doesn't have to be a stranger. Somebody told me that I love people really well and very purely and wholeheartedly. And that makes me feel very good. That's true. What, what's yours? <laughs> so <laughs> one time one time someone told me but this is at a time when I needed it not like I don't think I, w- I would receive it like as heavily like tomorrow but a good friend told me she's like you just don't give yourself enough credit sometimes and Aww. I think about that all the time and then you told me that you didn't know how pleasant life could be until <gasps> one of your me. favorite compliments is one that That's I one gave you That's wow. one of them. yes that means okay. a lot to me that I was able to give you, you that gift. How would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word? The feeling of being in love in one word? Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, true. How would you describe it since you've never been in love? I'm not sure. What would you hope it would be? Honestly, at times, content. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Good vocab words. <laughs> Do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? No, I don't. And like, do you, can you verbalize the difference? Sure. I'll tell you why. I think that (laughs) I obviously put a lot of like effort, I guess, into creating a brand on Instagram for like many different reasons, but I don't think that my true personality in any way comes across. So if I know people from like class or different aspects of my life where I don't know them super well, actually, and we just follow each other on Instagram, that kind of thing. I don't think that that their image of me reflects who I actually am versus you guys, all our best friends who obviously know me super intimately and know my personality yeah. and my heart. You guys see a completely different side. And I think about that a lot actually, because I'm sure that's the same truth for a lot of people just with our social media generation. Yeah. But like nobody knows that I'm super fucking weird and funny and goofy and like to be performative. You like I have said some of the strangest things. Yeah. When the comments or one-offs <laughs> or ideas that I've ever heard someone say. It's just really out of left field. And I feel like my brand is trying to be like cutesy, hot girl, Instagram, trendy, like clothing. And that's not you. No, you're me. not like, it's a part you're of not me. like other girls. You're not like other girls. No, but <laughs> when you get down to the personality, no, there's nothing like me. I think it's very like, I'm multifaceted, like an onion. Like most people, like you just only, 
only see the one tiny part of me on Instagram, you know? Yeah. But really, I'm just a You're freak. You're very... <laughs> <laughs> a freak of dystopian thrillers. Yes. <laughs> and Christopher Nolan is my favorite director. And if anybody can back me up on that, let's chat. I love talking about him. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah. That was such a tangent that you got off your chest. Because I think about <laughs> it a lot. It's very interesting. I haven't. The difference is that I don't cultivate an online presence the way that you do. Mm-hmm. So it would be like first impressions of me, like meeting me versus not. I mean, obviously, once I know someone, I am way looser with someone with the jokes and all of the nonsense and all of that. But I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure what my answer is. That's fair. Well, we have decided as a union, a partnership, that we are going to do level three after we are three drinks in. For and another I cannot episode. wait, you guys. It's going to be a good episode. Yes. It's not, quite frankly, not too often Abby has three drinks on a weekday anymore. No, pretty much never. <laughs> not, <laughs> I was watching this TikTok and the guy he was talking about like some experience he had and he opened it with everyone has their own personal Vietnam and I was thinking about that <laughs> and, and like just the, like for example being horrifically hungover like on the way to the lake throwing up in the bathroom that's a personal Vietnam <laughs> totally 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 and so I encourage everyone to think about that any any one quick recommendation for anyone about a drink to try, a place to shop at? Oh, I have a, boy, do I actually! Besides shopping oh, at really? Shady Boutique, I watched the holiday for the first time uh, ever. Yeah, and yes, clearly it lived up to the hype, and I'm hooked. So if you haven't seen the holiday in a while, go watch that this weekend. You will not regret it. You won't. I can't believe you are 15 years late to the game. I know. It's family stone time, so go ahead and do that. And then also, if you're hip to Survivor, watch season. What season are we watching? 26. 26. Another fans versus favorites. Um, If you made it to the end of this episode, we would be ecstatic, thrilled if you would subscribe on Apple, Spotify. And if you went ahead and followed us on Just Go With The Dot Podcast. And we're also on TikTok. Anything else? I think that's it. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. There's a lot to be thankful for. We love you. We're thankful for the fans who listen every single week. And we appreciate you so much. We're going to keep putting out content every Friday. Bye.